Eleanor hated you. She couldn't stand the sight of you. She was so broken and so ashamed of the man that she loved. But she'd rather be dead. I watched her die. I did, I watched her die. Hi, this is Gina from Resisting Gilead. Today we're going to be talking about Season 5, Episode 9 of The Handmaid's Tale. The title of this episode is called Allegiance, and it is directed by the one, the only, Bradley Whitford, who also plays Commander Joseph Lawrence. And today, joining me from the Daily DVR Podcasting Network... She is a good friend of the network and has been on some podcasts in the past. I've got Trey with me today. How are you doing, Trey? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm very excited to that you were able to catch up with the show and join me for this podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, what was your kind of catch-up experience like? Because I think you were a couple seasons behind and I really thank you for catching up um, <laughs> because I really wanted another kind of female voice in the mix this season but yeah what do you think of kind of the series as a whole and what have you thought about this season so far? So I had previously watched up to season two I think while season two was airing um, and I'd only gotten maybe six episodes into season two uh, funnily enough, okay, I stopped watching because I love Serena. Oh, sorry, I love uh, June and Nick together so much. And I was like, this man is going to get castrated and hung. Like, they're going to accuse him <laughs> of assaulting a handmaid to, like, justify their affair. And, like, he's still alive. So, so I could have just kept watching. <laughs> I see. I mean, that's, you know, there are certain shows that I have stopped watching in the middle because... I know something's going to happen and I dread it and I don't want to see it. So I yeah. can completely empathize with your position to stop watching. But yes, Nick, it's still alive and well. Um, Which I so. almost now I'm like, it's kind of implausible to me that he should still be alive. Well, same with June, really. I mean, yeah. Um, but, you know, then where would we be with the story if, if one or both of those two died? It would um, be so sad. So much sadder, I guess I'd say. Anyway, so how do you feel about this season? This season's very different from the other four because, um, I mean, this is like the first season where June starts off in Canada. Yes. So every other season there was like, she almost makes it, she goes back, or someone else makes it. Like season one, I think we have Moira making it across, and then we see the Luke flashbacks. Uh, season two, she's like almost there, and she's living in that uh, news press for a while. Mm. And then season three, Emily makes it to Canada. Yes. And then obviously season four, June makes it to Canada, and now everyone's kind of already there. So I like I feel like it's very this season's very different in that respect because we don't have someone like risking their life to cross the border. Like nothing's building up to the moment where someone will make it or not. Like they're already there except for Hannah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And it'll be weird because I think this will be the first season where we don't have anyone that we know as part of the cast escape. Um, yeah. And so then it kind of leaves us with the big question mark. Well, what is that season finale going to be all about? Because usually the escape of someone, whether it's the kids or Emily or Moira or someone, it's, you know, a really kind of nice way to end the season and kind of mm -hmm. pick up the next one. So I'm just wondering if we're going to see, you know, some murder or attempted murder like how bad is it going to get here um yeah so yeah it's a little nerve-wracking 
There's um, more politics involved now too. Like before it was more like personal stories of someone trying to leave. And now there's like all these other characters that are uh, like negotiations between the American government and the Canadians uh-huh. in Gilead. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. And they do touch upon it a bit. You know, they're both June's in this weird position where before she was just an object meant to have a baby when she was in Gilead and to play with. And now it seems like she is all of a sudden an object with political power that Gilead is trying to use both, you know, Lawrence and Nick kind of, you know, Lawrence wanted her to come out against the Americans and say they were reckless and, you know, Nick was like, you should have agreed to Lawrence's deal. And she's like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, why would I support this country that's so evil and horrible? And I think what was almost kind of nice about it, and, you know, I think we all may have had some mixed feelings about Mark Tuello along the way, because he's playing a very political game, too, is he said, you know, you have a lot of power and you can step up and make a difference. And she's like, I just don't feel comfortable doing that right now. And he's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like he accepted that. He's like, I can, I can get it. I can understand that. And, you know, at least he posed the question in a way that wasn't like, we need you to do this. We need you to do that. It was more like you have an opportunity do you want to take it or not? And she's kind of like, mm, not not right now. But I think it's just interesting how her value, she still has value, but in a very different way. Like now she's finally being valued for what she can really bring to the table, not just being valued as a, you know, member of a breeding stock, I guess. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, very interesting how that's changed, but men in Gilead still trying to use her. <laughs> Maybe we should start off with Lawrence, who's kind of the big political baddie in this series and, you know, in this episode too. And, you know, we've known that he is in a position where he's being expected to marry. <laughs> I mean, he's he's been a widow for at least, you know, two seasons now. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's basically been told, you may lose your seat at the table if you don't have a wife. What's the point? You're not upholding the values. And so there's this really (laughs) very awkward marriage proposal that it makes me wonder who actually came up with this idea because Lydia's involved and and I almost feel like Lydia has a bigger plan outside just these two, you know, getting married and her brokering this marriage. But Mrs. Putnam, who they've done a good job at doing more with her character this season. I knew there had to be something more in store for her just because we, we've seen more of her this season than any other season. But um Putnam and Mrs. Putnam and Lawrence together as a married couple. Um, what did you think of this scene? I thought it was really funny, but what what were your thoughts on it? Please don't send me to the colonies. Please. I beg you to have mercy. Oh, heavens no. You're not responsible for Warren's sins. Are you kidding? That guy? You deserve a reward for putting up with him. A reward? Mm, a sense? Mrs. Putnam, you simply cannot remain a widow with a young child and continue to live in your house. Oh, of course, of course. It's much too grand for two of us. Maybe a nice condo in Brookline or Back Bay? For Pete's sake, we're not, we're not your realtors. Commander, may I suggest you convey your intentions? Right, right, right. Uh, okay, so so basically, it's a it's a quid pro quo. You need security. I need to represent traditional Gilead values. So you you can move in here with the kid if you want. As his new wife and child, a sacred union, of course. 
This is a marriage proposal? Yep, yep. So, uh, <clears throat> what do you say? I have a choice. It, it was really funny, yeah. Um, like, she's just so disgusted when she realizes what's going on. I, of all, like, the commanders, I feel like Lawrence would be the one I would not mind ending up with. Yes, same, exactly. Like, he's just less icky than the other ones. Um, at least, like, she won't be expected to have sex with him, too, because he doesn't really want that. So, right. like, I think she really lucked out with this arrangement. It could have been far worse. But, like, I don't know. I, I feel like all the other commanders, like, think maybe he's a bit of a laughing stock. So maybe she, like, hears that, like, at household gossip or whatever because she I felt like she kind of looks down on him even though he is in such a position of power yeah and like it, maybe she would have been more submissive and like subservient to a different commander asking her like she'd be like of course like it is my duty or something but I don't know she yeah she seems to like be kind of bold enough to like show how like disgusted she was just like by the way her face looked when she reacted to that like when she she said like oh like what is this a marriage proposal or something so <laughs> yeah and i mean to be fair he did have her husband executed right in yeah. front of her and i could see that being kind of the root of disgust here but you know she could do a lot worse and um you know, I do think it was really funny how she kind of thought they were like negotiating real estate for her, like, oh, a nice condo. Oh in my the back God, yeah. It was, um, and he's like, and she's like, just don't send me to the colonies. He's like, what? He goes, you deserve a prize. She's like, <laughs> a, a, a prize or a reward or something. <laughs> um, it had to be one of the funniest scenes. And, you know, Lydia's just kind of there and he's like, you know, think about it. And Lydia's like, think about it, dear, you know, for someone in your position. But I'm actually thinking, I mean, there are a lot of benefits to this arrangement, actually, which is kind of strange. But I'm actually thinking Lydia is of the mindset. I'm pretty sure she knows now that Lawrence doesn't subject the handmaids to the ceremony after yeah. June's testimony. I'm sure she had to find out about that. But um, that it, you know, she could station Janine there. So That's Janine, what I think it is too, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, station Janine there. She could be with her daughter. She's not subjected to the ceremony. Um, it's hard for me to tell how fed up with Gilead Naomi Putnam might be right now. But she could be a very interesting person at the table to kind of jo join forces with Lawrence um, and Janine and Lydia to disassemble and or change Gilead in a way. So I think there's a lot of potential with this match, not just for Naomi and An Angela's safety, but for us as viewers. And I'm very excited about what it might what it could bring. Yeah, I like I think Naomi is definitely still drinking the Kool-Aid, but I do think she is um like a bit like a bit tougher and more strong-willed than a lot of the other wives. So I th I think it would be easy for her to uh help conspire with Aunt Lydia and Lawrence to make change. Yeah. Yeah, cuz we do know that she wasn't fan a, a fan of the Handmaid's program from the beginning she looked pretty disgusted when they did that one flashback she's just like Ugh, you know and yeah and when she had to gave the sign off on esther becoming their handmaid she's like okay you know just like all right she's so young and she was a white you know she's yeah. just pretty disgusted um but that might just kind of be her whole personality as being disgusted with everything <laughs> whether it's happy or not i don't know um that character is kind of funny. Um, so we've got that going for us. And I am dying to see Janine again. I know we get to see her next episode because I, I watched the trailer and she's in it. Um, but it's been a long time since we've seen what's going on with her and Esther. So um, Yeah. Is Esther still in the hospital? I think so. That's the last place we saw her. She, I, and she's probably still restrained to a bed somewhere. Or she's in the... 
red center on a leash, you know, like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that might even be too much freedom for her though. She's, um, I'd, I'd like to see her get back to a place where we could see her do some damage to Gilead, not to herself, but to Gilead, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay. Moving into June. Um, so I, honestly, I kind of found her part in this, I don't know, less significant in a way, other than the fact she's really being used as a political tool. Um, I never had high hopes for this Hannah mission. And um, I wasn't really surprised that it ended with the pilots dying and it being unsuccessful. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but it, it I think it became clear that Lawrence set her up and was probably the one that sent her that information because it seemed like they were just totally expecting them to come in and try to get her. I actually am like, I'm the easiest person to like, uh, what's the expression, like pull the rug over or whatever. Oh, like I okay. I never see twists coming. So I genuinely like was shocked when it was Lawrence's plan. I wasn't I, you know, surprised yeah. that it didn't work, but I, I think I trust Lawrence a lot more than I should. And you I know, think part yeah. of that's just because the act, like Bradley Whitford is like so charismatic that I want to trust him. Yeah. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong. I knew the mission would fail. I, I what I, I did not see it coming that it was him that set it up either, because last week on the podcast, I kind of had all these theories about who might have sent that to June. And I had Lawrence on there, but I really didn't think it was him. I thought it was actually someone that wanted to help. Like, I think I even guessed, oh, maybe it came from Emily. Like she's, <laughs> you know, she's back in Gilead and, and has a- Oh yeah, she's on a run. Has a cam and, or maybe it's even Aunt Lydia or, you know, someone. And, oh, my biggest one was maybe it's June's mom, Holly, because of the way Hannah was looking at the person filming her out the window I you know it it doesn't surprise me he sent that to her but it does surprise me that he used it and he's you know trying to manipulate her into becoming um a important piece of this new Bethlehem game yeah that that did not that surprised me and it did not surprise me that June's like I'm fucking done with this guy because <laughs> um you know it's like okay thank goodness but she also dropped the bomb on him that she was there when Eleanor died and that she basically let her die which you know he he didn't seem surprised by that and it almost seemed like he suspected something at the funeral as well when they had it, but just to the way she delivered it in terms of she hated the side of you. It was like, so, so biting. And I feel like we haven't seen June be that cruel in a really long time. Yeah, no, that made me, I, I felt really bad for him actually. Like for all his faults, he, really did love his wife yes he did he did um but i think he also never really took well he does seem to be taking have remorse and trying to take some accountability for creating gilead but um and maybe most of that's driven by eleanor's demise but he, he is hard to read a lot of the time. Like, I feel like last episode where he tells June how horribly he feels about everything was one of the first times we've really, like, seen him open up. But then as far That's as... That's what we, I thought, too. Yeah. But then now, after he, he did this, you know, set her up this way, maybe that was just a whole... That Maybe that was just an act for her. Like, maybe he feels a little bad, but he was really bringing the heat with, with that... Uh, confession and you know playing on her sympathies um, yeah I don't know he's always been one of those you can't 
I always trusted him before too, but you still don't know what really makes that guy tick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'd love to see a flashback episode with him, like kind of pre Gilead and, and during the takedown. I think that could be really fascinating. I feel um, like they will definitely do that. Maybe not I, until next season. Yeah. Though, but. Yeah. yeah. I, I hope so. I think it's, I think it's warranted and, and almost at the same time, I'd love to see them do a flashback episode on Tuello. I think if those two are really going to be like the power players in politically in the next season, it would be nice to kind of see how their stories originated and how they got to the point they are now. Um, I think that could be kind of a cool thing since you know it seems like we've we've stepped away from a lot of the torture of handmaids in the show um i want more of some other things <laughs> of the people yeah. we're paying attention to um, i really like tuello as a character i do too and i liked the way you know of course he was bummed that mission failed and i like the way june kind of went in and gave him a pep talk because they've had kind of a rocky relationship as well um most notably i think in this episode the ninth episode last season was when it ended with her screaming after him that she was going to kill him and oh, it was yeah. really like very violent and disturbing i'm like oh damn dude you really stepped in it and this time she's just like you know fuck him we need to just keep fighting we need to move on and and that's really just kind of i think describes june from the beginning of this once she decided decided to start fighting she's just like we just got to deal with it and we got to move on to the next thing and whatever that might be but i like that i can see them being closer allies moving forward um but yeah yeah i do like his character a lot i used to really dislike him because i was kind of Okay, like at first they were really playing at the angle, like maybe he had a thing for Serena and it was mm -hmm. kind of like, well, you know what she's done and you know that she's a rapist. So like, why are you lusting after this weird woman? <laughs> but then I was like, okay, no, it's more like he's trying to like, then I realized it wasn't so much about his personal feelings. And I do think he like does lust for her, but like, I don't think he thought they would end up together. And he was really just trying to use Serena to like get information on the like, political hierarchy of Gilead and stuff. So they know like kind of who's in charge there, who to go after. Mm -hmm. um, but my big turning point with like when I really started liking him is when uh, after June, like savagely ripped apart uh, Commander Waterford, which is no less than he deserves. Um, and Tuello showed up at her house the next day and said something like, I know you did something terrible that had to be done that no one else would do. And I know how much that costs you. Yes. Yeah, I was, it, that was a very surprising moment. And then he did the, don't let the bastards get you down. Yes. Uh, that said was that really to her. And, touching. and I was like, okay, this is surprising. And, and that's what really made me, I mean, I kind of last season, I was like, I want to know more about this guy. I want a backstory. But when he said those things to her, I'm like, I need to know what he did because it was kind of clear he had taken similar um, actions potentially in. Oh, I never thought about time. that. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, because he's like, I know what it costs. And so it's like, oh, do you know? How, tell us, tell us how you know that. Because um, it sounds like you're speaking from personal experience. But yeah, no, I think, um, yeah, he's very interesting. Um, for sure and um, and his big idea is to have her go talk to nick and and he he basically says listen i approached him and i said you know that wanted him to kind of be the inside man and then that we'd get him out with immunity and and she seemed very surprised that nick said no mm -hmm. um until these two go to meet each other and i do i do like them together but I feel like now it's just getting very stale. He, I mean, at least he finally told her that he was married and, you know, he dropped the, the baby bomb on her. Um, but I, I hate to say this, but if we ever want to see like a Nick and 
June reunion, I feel like Rose and that baby are going to have to die. So I felt like that last scene between them, because they've had so many, like, they meet at a, like, a kind of no man's land place. Like, not literally the no man's land in the show, but somewhere that is kind of, like, a hidden, like, private place that's in between two mm-hmm. worlds, like, metaphorically, and then have, like, a goodbye moment together. But this one, to me, felt like the final time they see each other. Yes. Yeah, it felt really final. Um, and her the look on her face after she walked away was just kind of like, I guess that's it. You know, she kind of had you this like, little kiss her. Yeah, it was very different. And I think also it was, I, I think it was a hard realization for her that in a way she wasn't the center of his world anymore that he has this new wife and another baby and that as much as he loves her and Nicole that he's got this other woman and this baby that is probably coming that he's going to love just as much as he loves them so it's not you know it's he's like perfectly divided between his family that's free and his family that's there and a wife that supposedly really wants to be there um just like june is divided between mm, her husband and nicole and hannah yes yeah yeah that's true they both you know it's it's making a choice and you know kind of protecting the people that need to be most protected and i think nick at this point while he'd like to have june closer although i think that's a recipe for disaster oh yes we're all going to live on this island together that's not (laughs) you know he has that it's still I think a fantasy of his I think she realizes that's far less realistic than he wants to think it could be um but you know if he needs to stay in Gilead to protect his family there now and that's like the one reason she would go back is to protect Hannah who's still there so yeah it's a very interesting kind of situation parallel situation that they're both in and um you know and they couldn't really be together if they both went back and you know she did say I have Luke and Nicole so you know she hasn't forgotten about them as much as sometimes we think she has um but yeah and then we got a really nice scene with hannah agnes and this little like dreamy um girly lacy tents that all these plums at wife school sleep in which is very kind of bizarre but still oso gilead um and this little actress has grown up so much i can't believe it's the same girl we kind of saw initially i know it's she's like so beautiful and has like these this fierce look on her face at one point and it's like yeah this is june's girl june and, and grandma holly she's got that that fighting spirit in her Cause she kind of had that look on her face after prayers. It was like, this is bullshit. And then, you know, goes in and does the, one of the worst things you can do in Gilead writes her name, you know, Kashi a finger girl. <laughs> um, but um, I don't know. What do you think is like going through her mind? Th- that Those are kind of my thoughts, how I read it, but. I've always had a hard time, uh, like trying to figure out how happy Hannah is. Mm. Um, I think she's probably aware now that she's going to be married to an old creepy man. And maybe that's why she's like starting to do like have these little acts of rebellion, like in private writing her name. Mm. Cause before she was a kid and she wouldn't have understood what sex was. So she liked her parents and was kind of like, well, you left me and now I have new parents and I'm happy with my new parents, but I still miss you. But I'm like also cool here. Right. Um, And then obviously then there was the time where they like kept her in that glass box and like, we're like, June, if you don't tell us where the other handmaids are, like we're going to hurt her. And she looked feral and Hannah was scared of her. Mm. So maybe she's like, 
I don't know, maybe like the reality, like the idea that she could reunite with her mother is like no longer something she thinks about because of how scared she was when she saw her then. Like she's aware that it wouldn't be the same person. Mm, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, again, it's like now she is at wise school. She's about to be married off. She know she's old enough to know what that means. And it's probably not an appealing idea of like, yeah, being expected to have sex with these creepy old dudes. I know and I even wonder how well they prepare these girls to understand their wifely duties so to speak um, it, it seems like it's a lot of detail to get into and you know I'm sure like girls talk amongst ourselves but at the same time I'm kind of thinking um, oh they're probably just you know being sold this you know, this is your duty to God to lay with your husband and, and make a baby. And, um, I don't know. It's such a twisted, twisted little world that they're in for sure. But yeah, it was nice to see that Hannah remembers her name anyway, you know, um, she's not so brainwashed where she's forgotten that. Um, it was really hard to tell last season. Yeah. Um, I do think we will get a scene of like a wives school class at some point. Oh yeah. I, we definitely should, if not next season, um, they've Hulu's licensed the testaments and that Hannah's a major character in that. And, I haven't read that yet. Oh really? It's great. Yeah. A lot, and there's a lot about her at wives school. And, oh, and the okay. friends so it's and yeah and her friends there so i think we'll definitely get some of that i just don't know how soon but i would guess next season because i do think they're really trying to like ladder up to it in in a way where we're going to have a lot of cohesion when they start the the new series mm -hmm. so it's kind of exciting um it's kind of exciting to see um how they're transitioning uh, into that part of the story, for sure. Um, Is it gonna be a spinoff or just in a different season? They're calling it a whole new series. Oh. I, I don't see, I mean, it's very, um, it seems very compact. I can't see it running more than like three seasons. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I can't, but just kind of based on some of the the timeline, maybe they're going to have to jump around a little bit because there's it's kind of there's a big time jump up at one point. So we'll see how they they handle that. But yeah. And then there's a lot of flashbacks for one character as well that are even pre Gilead in the beginning. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Okay, um, I'm going to have to read this book in the next week. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm so curious now. I like, I kind of always figured that it had, like, that it was sort of like not in continuity with the show or that it was describing things, like, the book was about stuff that had already happened in previous seasons of The Handmaid's Tale. Like, I didn't realize that it was stuff that was, would be yet to come in the show. Oh, yeah. It's, um, I almost think of it like we've got the book, The Handmaid's Tale. Mm -hmm we've got the book the testaments and that every season after really the first season of the handmaid's tale has been stuff in between although they're oh, starting okay. to sprinkle a little bit of the stuff in the testaments in this season so yeah it's um they did a good job and margot atwood's been involved in the whole thing so it makes me feel good about how they're trying to tell the whole story so yeah yeah it should be it should be pretty good. But um, well, we were talking about wife school, which brings us back to our, our two dueling wives, Serena and Mrs. Wheeler. <laughs> I have never hated a character on this show as much as I hate Mrs. Wheeler. I don't know how she's done it, but she has managed to usurp Serena from her bitchy wife throne so easily like yes alanis wheeler is so vile so vile and icky 
Oh, good God. I think I hate her more than like the aunts and the other wives and Gilead because this woman is in Toronto and has the choice, or I don't know if she's in Toronto or just like nearby in Ontario, but um, like no one's telling her she needs to do this. You know what I mean? Like she's not part of the system. She's in a country that's free and she's chosen to be this way. Right. She is like the ultimate Gilead fangirl and yeah. like takes it to the extreme. It's really disturbing, but there are people like this in the world that get super extreme, whether they need, whether that's kind of like the law of the land or not. Um, I mean, I could even see her and her husband getting moved down to Gilead and some of the Gilead people being like, slow your roll, girl. <laughs> You know, because she's so extra. She seems even extra for Gilead. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the slapping of Serena. I really hated the way she called Noah her smart boy. Like, no. like is so um, territorial and like claiming him. And I don't know how Serena's been holding it together as well as she has because we know she's got her own temper, but she's taken June's advice. Be the best handmaid you can be. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and her Serena's all handmaid light experience is also just, you know, she goes down to Mr. Wheeler at night in his study and asks him for things she wants. Um, so reminiscent of June, yet Serena does it in much a less saccharine way. I just also think Fred was far more playable. Like, you know, June, some of the ways she used to act around him, I'm like, how is he buying this? Like, she's clearly putting on an act, and he, but he just like lapped it up. But this guy's like, yeah, you buttered me up. It was just, I love that line when he said that. <laughs> also, one thing that I thought was like really, uh, like really stood out to me was, um, like Fred's study, there were obviously no windows into it, so it was kind of always this like intimate husband space, and Serena had to like knock politely to enter. And Mr. Wheeler has like a door study as well, but it had the doors are glass, so yes. it kind of made me think like maybe Mrs. Wheeler runs that household where mm. everything's out in the open more than Serena was able to run her household and like control what the commander was doing. Yeah, a lot more transparency, less secrets, less opportunities for secrets, um, you know, which is even still, I mean, I don't really need a backstory on Mrs. Wheeler, um, but you know, she seems super jealous and controlling and mm -hmm maybe a little mentally off um you know i mean even i felt like we got to see almost a, like a lighter side to mr wheeler this week with his his joke about buttering her up and then he kind of made a joke at the they were at, that oh, at the fertility center yeah yeah like well, she, i think well, oh yeah go ahead like you know be quick with breastfeeding them and he's like well really that's up to noah and she just like shot him a look i was like oh at least this guy has like a small sense of humor it makes him slightly less creepy than i i thought he would be but maybe he's just freaking scared of his wife <laughs> maybe this is I, all I her idea her, totally oh yikes i mean I don't know. I was like, oh, maybe he's warming up to Serena as potentially being their future handmaid. I don't know. It's it was all uh, all very. Gosh, can you imagine what Mrs. Wheeler would be like if she actually had a handmaid and had to go through the ceremony? She would be. She's already worse than Serena ever was. Yeah. She would just be a nightmare, a total nightmare. I don't know. Are they going to move to Gilead? Like, is that their plan? Or do they just want to, like, spread Gilead into Canada? You know, I don't know. I think mainly they want to spread Gilead into Canada. And they might even like it that way because she was like, well, my husband doesn't answer to your commanders. And, you know, it's like they want to have their cake and eat it, too. Um, right. And then they'd be they'd be the top of the food chain in Canada. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, and like the house they have is, you know, 
pretty grand yeah. for what we've seen commander styles like it was it was as nice as um oh gosh i'm forgetting his name but the guy from law and order um winslow is that right commander winslow's house in dc that was pretty grand um oh yeah yeah in a similar in a similar way um and yeah because you know serena didn't deserve to be called a whore by mrs wheeler but man mrs wheeler's got the whole vernacular down she's (laughs) (laughs) just because she went and talked to your husband okay yikes um i don't know it seems um very i don't know very dangerous for serena i and she managed to escape with the help of the nanny aka martha for all intents and purposes but you know this nice purple-haired girl came to pick her up um (laughs) stopped to pick her up i don't know what's going to happen next next week for them but hopefully she doesn't have to see mrs wheeler ever again because it's not a great place to be and her going back to that house could be an absolute disaster i'm guessing that she's going to ask her to drive her to june's house probably i could just see i just could see that we're here we need help (laughs) help me june or or tuello's house his condo i'm really surprised oh maybe tuello i think you're right i think that will be it yeah i'm really surprised we haven't seen her reach out to him yet because i would think that's one of her first stops although maybe she's like you know she she made a very big choice just kind of to leave that all behind and he wished her luck and kind of said i won't be able to help you and I don't know, maybe she's embarrassed after, you know, Lawrence shot down her marriage proposal, basically. Um, I mean, we know that's what she was after, even if she didn't ask for it. And, um, and he kind of shot her down, too. Like, she was kind of putting the moves on him, even though she thought a marriage proposal was coming. And, um, oh, Serena, she's a she's a complex one, that's for sure. Yeah, I like, I have so many mixed feelings about Serena like I obviously cannot forgive what she's done but I don't wish ill on her at the same time yeah yeah especially now that she has the baby and you know I I do think it's necessary for her to be going through this handmade experience to an extent um I just I really wonder if she'll kind of continue down a path of like realization and repentance and kind of understanding that what she did was like really messed up or if somehow she'll turn you know um i don't know what do you what do you think i kind of think i kind of think she'll repent okay i also like i feel like the distance between June and Luke is growing bigger and bigger every day and same with the distance between her and Moira and then also now her and Nick so I feel like June and Serena will really only have each other like to me right now Serena is like the most important relationship that June has you know that's really interesting because yes I agree with you I do think that she and Luke have been growing apart uh, and and she and Moira as well like it's just different and you know she's a she's a different person Mm -hmm. after being in Gilead and I think they are both confused and threatened by the fact that June has this power and has found it in herself to do some of the things she's done even like the really good things like Angel's Flight yeah um and you know I you know it's almost like at some point they thought they were like maybe better than June in some way or better people or accomplished more and or like more level-headed like they they actually she's very rash yeah and, but and her experience yeah. was like lasted longer than theirs and like maybe yes. had a, like even like I'm not to like undermine what Moira went through but Moira found sanctuary years before June did and also didn't have yes. her baby taken away by Gilead right yeah and wasn't I don't know 
you know, kind of tortured. Not that being forced to be a prostitute is Yeah, right. but June went through like a lot yes. of like you're right, like a lot of physical battery. Yeah. Yeah. And, and watching like really and horrific deaths and stuff. Yeah. And cruelty for sure. Yeah. And you know, it's it I get it that they don't understand that. But yeah, she and Serena do have they more they are both more on the same page when it comes to certain things and they've worked together in the past and when they work well together they work really well together um, oh like when they were making the corrections too yeah like yeah yeah and kind of running things when fred was in the hospital um i also think there's this weird opportunity for june and tuello to become more of a force together even if it's just politically um you know, I was even thinking at one point that June and Commander Lawrence are closer to one another before this episode than than she and Luke or she and Moira are. I think that's gone now, but he I think he really needs her um, politically, at least. But there is always been a weird thing between them, too. So it's it is interesting how some of this has shifted. Um, I feel like he kind of treated her like a daughter when she was living there. Yeah. Like in, a, in a weird Gilead way, but yeah. Like daughter slash sister kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can kind of see that for sure. More. Yeah. Kind of affection, a level of affection, not necessarily romantic, but a level mm -hmm. of affection for sure. Um, yeah. It, that's interesting. I mean, I don't know. I think in some ways June and Lydia might have more in common at this point because Lydia's finally wise to how awful the handmaids have it. And, you know, it took Janine to get her to see that, but it was nothing that June hadn't already told her. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. It's very interesting. I don't know what they're going to do with Aunt Lydia's character read the testaments and find out so. oh okay <laughs> now you're like i'm gonna get this book <laughs> like yeah. i literally just wanted her to have like a horrific on-screen death for so long okay yeah huh. I, I feel like maybe they're not gonna do that because they would have already done that but i like i to me aunt lydia is like the worst of the worst other than mrs wheeler aunt lydia is like my number two yeah and she yeah she's definitely have not been a fan of hers she's also someone like she's almost the reverse she's the same as lawrence but almost the reverse he's far more likable but you still don't know what he's all about um and i think he's made a couple moves recently that are very gray and more questionable than we've seen him do like getting rid of putnam this whole kind of using you know this potential escape for hannah shooting down those things you know he's kind of he's we're seeing him more i think at work now trying to get what he wants and mm -hmm. i think we've always seen more bad in lydia and her doing really harmful and abusive things to the handmaids and now she's kind of finally waking up but she's also been one like what are you really about what is you know we've seen one kind of backstory on her but you know there's definitely more um that's still unanswered and was even unanswered in the testaments like the sister she had with the nephew that died and like what's that all about um i find so, lydia just like extremely dangerous because of how much she truly genuinely believes in all this stuff like we know yeah. like Fred and Serena didn't believe like didn't really believe in a lot of the stuff they were doing like Serena was like secretly reading and writing at the house when Fred was in the hospital mm -hmm. and Fred was going to Jezebel's even though he was like preaching that you should only have sex for the purposes of conception right. whereas yeah. like Lydia it's like so dangerous when you have someone who like wholeheartedly believes in all these weird things she does but she also for a long time believed that she was really doing the right thing for these yeah. handmaids and so she you know it's like was she just that severely brainwashed at the beginning of this and what was her choice in this and i think that's um that's something the testaments will address okay sure and like i see it especially from that flashback right now and like obviously this could change if i read the testaments that 
like she was one of those like very religious and very judgy people her whole life mm-hmm. um and then this kind of thing happened and it was like aha now's my opportunity for someone like me who was like always kind of spurned by society before to have power and have status because now there's a whole country built on these values yeah yeah no she's um she's definitely a puzzling character and you know um i i like to call her aunt hidea a lot of the time because <laughs> she's hideous um not looks behavior um yeah it's so funny to watch interviews with ann dowd in person and she's she's been on a couple like joy reed on msnbc here to you know kind of talk about roe v wade and things and she just like looks so lovely and beautiful and she's so liberal it's like she as a person is the exact opposite of the character she plays so it's just that's a that's a testament to how great of an actress she is because yeah she's also she's in the leftovers right she is and you know that's a show such a good actor that's a show that I only watched like part of the first season. There's an episode in it. I'm like, oh, I can't watch this anymore. I'm done with it. That's like, I, know, like... I, I stopped watching. I know what you're talking about. I stopped watching then too. And it took me five years to go back to it. Yeah. So maybe, maybe I'll revisit it at some point, but yeah, she's an incredible actress for sure. And um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting. Now, do you have any like, predictions or things you really want to have happen in this season finale or anything you think might happen is next week the finale it is okay because some seasons have been 12 episodes and some have been 10 so i wasn't sure yeah this one it's only going to be 10 which i think it's good i think the last like 12 or 13 episode one they had was a little tedious but um yeah it works i think that june is going to go to new bethlehem oh Okay. Um, if not just for the sake of like story wise, I think it would be interesting to switch location to that so we could see like this new community try to get built. Although I guess if Nick's there, then we would already get that perspective. But like, yeah. I think someone needs to be there soon so we can like kind of stop talking about it and like already like see it in action. Yeah. Um, I think maybe we're going to see. Now that, like, Nick said he's not coming back, I think June will get a bit closer with Luke. Mm, yeah. Like, I feel like if you're always kind of torn between two people, then, like, you're obviously not going to give, like, your full energy to one of them. But if she had to choose between the two of them, I honestly think it would be Nick. But since I he's, like, I'm happy, like, he seems to be happy, you know, and it's like, they used to joke around, like, try to be happy, try to be happy. And it seems like he's actually found that. And like, his wife's lovely. And she she knows the situation. She obviously like knows he goes and visits June. I'm sure she knows that they have feelings for each other. And she seems like, very cool with it. She seems to like support what they're doing, like for Gilead and like, have the same values as Nick. So I think this might have like given June some closure and she'll like try to be like more honest and like just like more with with her family and Moira because now she doesn't have Have to have to think about yeah yeah, exactly so but I also do think she might end up in New Bethlehem but like not not to be near Nick like just to do a completely separate thing and I think she'll let him just be with his wife and like live his life now yeah yeah no i agree i think that she's kind of like closed that chapter i do still wonder if she and um luke will make it out of this together um you know i think i i I bet like kind of like the last season i don't think maybe it'll start happening in this episode but i think she's gonna have to kind of find another path to go down and maybe it's this one of being a political figurehead uh working with tuello but i mean basically i kind of think that well we basically it's hard to tell if it was an assassination attempt on june or if it was just a crazy like shooting up a memorial um the way that the episode ended but um 
you know, they didn't really start shooting until she stood up there, which I thought it was directed at her. Yeah. And so that also makes me wonder, it makes things become very dangerous, not just for her, but for Luke and Moira and Nicole, you know, kind of all of them involved if, if she's become this target. And, and yeah. we even hear Mackenzie, like, you know, June Osborne's like the last thing we need to take care of, um, <laughs> you yeah. know, in that scene with Lawrence and Nick. So, um, you know, I, I don't know, we might see kind of another kind of attempt to take her life um next week um because it seems like a lot of people really want that (laughs) in gilead maybe uh i don't know if we'll see hannah again um i do think we'll see putnam and lawrence get married um and i hope we get i hope we get more clarity on kind of what Aunt Lydia and Janine's plans to change things are. Because we've gotten the insight on Lawrence's plan at this point and what he's trying to do to make it happen. And I would like to see a continuation of that conversation that Lydia and Janine had where she's like, I want to change things and I need your help. And I'd like to see more progress. Um, do you think she's going to make her an aunt? Um no i had a theory based on reading the testaments well maybe i had a theory based on there's a whole group of people in the testaments that it's like a bridge to becoming an aunt um and so i kind of thought oh i even thought last season oh maybe maybe lydia's gonna make janine a pearl girl which is what they call these girls oh my god um which sounds so lame but i'm like oh maybe she's gonna turn her into one of those um but i do want to see kind of what happens with the progress of those two and you know i'd like to see what happens with esther it's weird i feel like i'm out of predictions for what's going to happen because because the show's taken such a different turn and we don't think someone's going to escape or get out. Um, in a way, it's become less less predictable, even though I know it happens in the Testaments. I th- that's a weird thing to say, but um, Do you yeah. think they'll put Esther with Lawrence and Naomi instead of Janine? Um, oh, God. Because <laughs> maybe, like, because um, Janine made the point to her, like, I told you that this was a child who was abused multiple times, and you, like, put her with a creepy guy who raped her like this you know like based on that I feel like maybe Lydia would be like this Lawrence guy is not so bad we can put Esther here safely and then maybe Janine will just like stay with Lydia and do like behind the scenes like reorganizing of the handmaids whole system that would be interesting um I'd like for Esther to like find herself in a more supportive household for sure. And I don't, you know, and we, it would seem like if that baby has a shot, it should be with, um, it should be with Naomi and now Lawrence, since he's going to marry her and maybe it's important to her to kind of, and they would probably treat her more like a daughter since she won't have to go through the ceremony so maybe that would it would be maybe a good place for her to be although she is such a troublemaker that it's a little it would also be a little scary too um you know maybe they could make her a martha and then put her in his household that's true like three marthas not just one that's true and she knows a lot of stuff although you know the risk is she might try to poison them all um I don't know. Um, I really did think at one point that June was trying to grow nightshade and that she was going to slip that to Serena to poison the wheelers. But I think that that theory is blown. I still think she was growing nightshade for something, but it seems like we've only seen, you know, a nice flower garden bed and not like a whole crop of plants that could be used for for poisoning people. I guess that could be 
for like a larger like mayday scheme right because remember she was asking about like what else do you sew into the side of clothes yes yeah that's true so if they if they did that and then it could be like oh mistress like i'll make you and your husband some tea or something mm-hmm. yeah i i would like to see mayday again somehow in the next episode to see how we might be able to how that might be able to continue like will june continue with mayday will she continue with the u.s government will she will it be both will she bring them together that could be very interesting um i feel like emily will become like the leader in gilead of the resistance yeah no i mean she could be and you know i know we're not going to see her next episode because that actress left the show so to speak but then we found out later she's going through a divorce divorce in her personal life oh in real life yeah oh her and vincent kartheiser aren't together yeah no they're getting yeah which like i was surprised when she left the show and then i heard that news like a month later i'm like oh maybe that has something to do with it because it's a lot of personal stuff to deal with yeah um i'd love to see her come back next season if she's up to it um because yeah i i want to know what she's doing in gilead what she's up to and who she's managed to connect with um and and i do always still have the dream that june's mom holly is still alive doing resistance stuff and that we're going to get to see her again um but i i feel kind of less and less confident we'll we'll see that in the next episode but maybe next season i still think it would be a great idea to like have june's mom having kind of you know been fighting all along so we'll see we'll see anything else you want to throw out there before we wrap things up i'm trying to think i think we covered pretty much everything i think so cool oh i was gonna say um so you were saying flashbacks you think will happen or that would be really cool Lawrence uh, Chuelo, mm-hmm. do you think they're gonna pace? I remember at one point, um, the Canadian government, I think it was, looked into Nick and they were like, we found some stuff about him from yes. before you met him and you would not trust him if you know what we knew. Mm-hmm. Like, are they gonna get to that? Cause I've been like waiting with bated breath. Like who did he kill? What did he do? Cause I feel like he feels guilty for some reason and yes. that's why he stays in Gilead because he has a dark past and he's like thinks he doesn't he, like he doesn't deserve to go to Canada with immunity. I okay, I do believe they at least have content for another flashback scene with him. I remember reading last season that they've got all sorts of flashback content more with Lydia, Janine and Nick that they just like run out of time to film or can't find a way to make it fit i think that nick was instrumental in that attack on the capitol that ended up bringing down the government in the u.s oh okay especially because serena said he was instrumental in the crusades there wouldn't be a gilead without him yes and so i think he came up with that um And I think that will be the big reveal, but will we ever get to it? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but no, I would like to see a little more on Nick's background as well, for sure. Well, they said Lydia, Janine, and Nick will have the flashbacks? Well, they said they have content. Or they've like planned that, okay. Yeah, they have content written for all of them. It's just a matter of if and when they'll get to it or not. So I mean, we know, yeah, Jean would be interesting too. It's like we know she was a waitress, and she she was like obviously assaulted by like multiple people. I think when she yes. was a teenager, yeah. And then her baby was given away to someone else when Gilead was formed. Um, yes, right. I think yeah. that's what we know. So far. <clears throat> yeah, and that she had had an abortion after she had that first baby that Gilead oh, ended up taking. Okay. Yeah, they did a whole flashback episode on her. I guess it was kind of last season. Oh, I forgot about that scene. Yeah. Um, which was, you know, kind of surprising. Because um, at first I thought it was the baby was Caleb, that she was 
going to abort and that she was convinced and then it turned out, oh no, this was like another time she'd been pregnant. Um, so yeah, but they say they have even more for her, which is interesting. So, um, yeah, it'd be cool. Well, Trey, thank you so much for joining me this week. And thank you for having me and also yeah. like encouraging me to continue with the show. Now that you know that Nick is not dead or in danger of dying. <laughs> I like, I was literally like the worst thing's going to happen to him. Like they're going to catch them together. And then I was like, it's so weird to me that commander Fred, like just let them have this relationship for so long. Yeah. I don't know how clued in he really was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, until a certain point where Serena's like, it's an actor baby. <laughs> Even like oh. when they like had Nicole, like smuggled out in the middle of the night like they had the fire down the road to distract them yeah like nick had his gun pointed at commander Fred. the whole night and was like don't leave this room and then <laughs> they just acted like everything was fine the next day and i was like i don't know i feel like that guy should at least get fired for like pointing a gun at his boss yeah oh instead he ended up getting promoted somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so gilead's such a backwards place mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway yeah it's kind of funny well, thanks again for coming on the show. I'm glad you're back into the series. And yeah, and we'll see what the finale will bring us next week. It's going to be exciting. I'm very excited. Well, listeners, thanks so much for joining us. And as always, don't let the bastards grind you down. I would also like to remind everyone listening that Tuesday, November 8th is an election day in the United States and that every election is very important, including your local ones. So please, if you haven't already voted, please vote.